life on the road. It's these tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and these fights, kettle flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. Is Dollywood still around? I sound, oh, che- I sound checked for you guys already. Thank so. you. Uh, yes, it is. Is around. it really? Not only is it still around, she's making so much money. She just opened up the Dollywood Resort, and it is a honey. It'll be a cash cow. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. People love Dolly. We need what? to. Yeah, do we're live. We're live. live. This we is going out live. live? Yeah. 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 So don't don't trash talk Dolly. Oh, I'd never. Oh, I'd fight somebody. Love Dolly. What? You kidding me? Southern women and gays. We'd all beat the f- out of anybody. <laughs> say something about Dolly Parton. Hey, Dolly you can say Christian? fuck, but you can't say yes. gays. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. The gays. Erin Foley is your guest. <laughs> um, is it? Do you hear like um, that? Dolly Parton's got she is the do, full I, I sleeve tattoos. That's where she wears long sleeves, yes. and she's and homosexual. Have I not? Okay, well, as soon as we're off air, I'll tell you all this. Oh, wait, it? no, hold on, wait. What? She's a homosexual. You hear two things about Dolly Parton. Okay. First of all, that she's obviously the greatest of all time, sure. and the other two are full sleeve tattoos. She's That's why she's covered. That's why she wears long sleeves. Really? Yes. And she's a gay lady, and yes. she's been with that woman. Judy. Judy Ever. Really? Let me tell you yeah. something. As a Southerner, we we know our Dolly real well. Yeah. And I talk about this on stage. Go Google jo- Judy Dolly uh-huh. and Judy. There's images straight back from 1966. Yeah, they've been together forever. Every it's image, and it's her assistant. Okay. And make makeup artist. But when you see Judy, honey, not one ounce of makeup's ever hit her face. <laughs> <laughs> And she seems a hair fashion challenge. So just to be touching uh-huh. on Dolly, of all people, it seems like a stretch. Yeah. But if you go Google mm-hmm. Dolly and Carl Dean, her husband's Carl? 1966, Carl okay. Dean. Okay. It's like Snuffleupagus or Bigfoot. There's two photos from 1966, <laughs> and he's never been shot, photographed again. Oh, it was like the Oprah's man for a while, Well, right? at least Stedman, they Stedman. roll out. Stedman, yeah. They'll roll Stedman the, out. Like, you every, know, he gets dusted off. He's yeah. aged. Carl Dean's never been seen again. Is uh, his name Carl Dean? Carl Dean. First of all, I also love with your accent that you said, go Google. Go Google. He's a double verb. It's like Sorry, you have to go, go, then you have to Google. <gasps> well, you, you don't just like, like I'm Google already it. tired. That's a lot. There's two, yeah, it's, it's two either, steps. You either go or you Google. I but swear go to Google. you, and I'm not, I've had the same discussion with my mother a okay. hundred times. My mom, I'm from Tennessee. So. Where in Tennessee? Memphis, final resting place of the king of rock and roll. Yes, Elvis it Presley. is. He's also a Capricorn like your child and myself. Can't uh-huh. go Elvis. I'm back. I love, <laughs> I have a theory that Capricorns are really who run the world. Who's also a Capricorn? Dolly. Okay, let's get <laughs> back Beyonce? to Beyonce. Wow, I feel is... like she specifically said she, she said runs she runs the world. world. I think she might be on the cusp. She might be a Sag. Really? We'll get back to that. <laughs> Great. We'll go back to 70s bar talk right after this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning into uh, the Road Stories. Uh, how are you guys doing out there? So uh, You guys lucked out. My guests today are, are, are very funny. Uh, Trish Scher and Aaron Foley. Thank you guys for coming Thank out tonight. Um, luckily, for you, uh, you came out on the first semi-cool day we've had in two months. And then you shut all the windows and doors, and I'm going to sweat like fat Elvis, but I'm thrilled. Well, there's a <laughs> bathroom right there if you want to die on the toilet, too. Okay, good. Uh, no, it's <laughs> it's Who it's wants cool. to you die don't, on the toilet? You don't understand. It's been an oven in this studio for the last two oh, no, months because I got no AC. Yeah, but so you're also sh- on the cool uh, side of Los Angeles. It's not. It hasn't been cool for two months, man. It's been 90 at the beach. Oh. 
I'm I'm thrilled with this weather. Cloud cover. Mm-hmm. It's heaven. Dream. Two wanna, dream words in L.A. Cloud I wanna, cover. I want a nap. Oh, with this weather, best. it's like I don't. I just want to roll up in a blanket on a couch and watch a movie. Because I'm a professional and we're friends. Uh huh. It, it it literally took everything in in my being not to text you and go. I'm gonna I'm gonna need to sleep in. <laughs> this is and then I was gonna us. text you two words. Cloud cover. <laughs> But I was like, I can't. And by the way, I, I would not to- have been disappointed. <laughs> that's a, isn't that an acceptable excuse in LA? Cloud, Cloud cover. cover. Like, we all yeah, know yeah. what it means. Yeah. We go, okay, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I'm not mad at you. And especially what we do for a living. If, uh, getting up after like noon. First, this is, yeah, first of all, this is the, one of the earliest records I've had in I don't know how long. Really? Oh, yeah. It's usually. I get up early though. Yeah, maybe really? we both do. Yeah, we both, you and I both do. Not like crazy. Like mm. I had a. I didn't get off stage last night until like 11 something something so I didn't go to bed till like 1231 or something right. so I slept in but I cannot I can't get up before, like after 8 that's like pushing it me too eight? No, the really? same way yeah no 8 o'clock me, I've slept in if why I slept am I the only eight? one here with a kid then my life is miserable you guys should have kids because I'm <laughs> oh, no. up at 8 whether I want it or not and no, yeah. send them off to school then go back to bed I have dogs which are like having permanent toddlers Uh huh. I have so a lot of anxiety I think like that's it. what it is I think I really fully embrace that I might have a lot of anxiety but, well we've, you've chosen the right profession for when, it when I describe my behavior people go yeah it's exactly <laughs> <laughs> That seems you like the WebMD textbook. Version. You can see people for that. Yeah. No, no man, I just like this weather and like in a blanket. So great. Oh yeah. And some like uh, I don't know Netflix yeah. and some maybe Ben and Jerry's peanut butter cup ice cream. Uh, Every once in a while, I have the diet of a woman in her second trimester. Hug my best friend the throw pillow and just uh, go to town. <laughs> Oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> oh my god, that's happening. What are you? Uh, are you binge watching anything on Netflix? Uh, I just, I, I, my big one last year was because um, my listeners know I've been a stay at home dad for like I don't know, often majority of the full year for okay. the last year, and uh, so the first one was um, Sons of Anarchy. Oh okay, I've heard that. I did that all good. ten seasons. All ten seasons. It's of ten, that. This ten, it's seasons? ten seasons. Oh my god, did your brain pop? That's like you watched it just. Binged. I watched an episode a day for however many yeah. days four it was. Years. For four, four years. For four years. <laughs> <laughs> Your child is four now. Uh, <laughs> raised by Sons of Anarchy. It's yeah, like the Andy Samberg show open for the Emmys. He comes out of the bunker. I've watched all that television. Did you watch his opening? I, you know, I, I'm oh, so I bad. Oh, it's a, he, he went great... into a bunker and binge watched every, every ounce of programming and then comes out a year later and is like, oh, everything his kid has grown up and is in his 20s it was heaven sorry it was just i love him yeah wait so can i ask you a question yeah not to derail whatever we're doing there hasn't been a rail yet so Um, what is exactly what is sons of anarchy about sons of anarchy is about sam crow which is this uh, motorcycle gang uh, up in northern california that uh run guns is what their thing was is they ran guns and they they started out of these vietnam vets who started it okay um, the lead guy, the son of one of the guys wants to bring it back to the original anarchy, you know, let's go against the government and all that and, and get out of, uh, illegal activity. Just be, just get out of, yeah, just get out of yeah. criminal activity. And then the lead guy who is like a stepfather wants to bring it into drug running, drug running and it get, just goes all haywire. And there is, as opposed to like breaking bad where you like feel for the lead character and you're like, Oh, I understand empathy, why it does that. Yes. Nothing. They're all evil. 
Okay. There's nothing good about really? anybody. People, there's the the body count is high in every okay. uh, in every episode. But they will do stuff like uh, uh, there's the, the writing is kind of interesting in in one way. There's one scene where this guy's sitting on one of the biker gang's bikes, and you never sit on another guy's bike. Even I know that. Yeah, you never I sit do too. You don't. Dude. You don't. No, you don't you sit can't. on another dude's bike, man. No, that's, no, no, that's like mm-mm. yeah, no. And so one guy's like, "What you if you know, lean on it? Can you lean on no, it? No, you don't lean on it. You don't touch it. You don't touch it. How did you get through? No, no photos. I don't know the bike. Don't Instagram. Don't Instagram. I don't know bike. Don't Instagram a Harley. Whatever you do. But how about, like, how about like you put a basket on what? one of the bike? Can you put a basket? No. 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 Streamers from a hand? No. How have you survived this long? I took a lift here. You're, cle- you're clearly not going to play Sturgis next year. That is not going to be your show. Uh-uh, no headline in there for you. Uh, well, all right. So real quick on the stupid writing thing. Um, so one guy's sitting on his bike and he comes out and he's like, yeah, I ride a rice burner. And he's like, just like this tool. He's like, I really like your bike and all that. And he's like getting pictures and his girlfriend comes out and she's got a black eye. And the dude's like, yeah, so that's my bike. And his girlfriend comes out. He's like, yeah, did you give her that shiner? He's like, yeah, she gets a little lippy. He's like, yeah, I understand that. And then he beats the shit out of him. So they kind of like make the person a little bit of a douche before oh, they, okay. that's what they try wow. to do. But still. It's- I literally was about to. Walk out and go see someone about Sons of Anarchy, but then, but then it ended well because yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, this is a horrible program." Mm. Do you are you watching? No, it's horrible. Are you binge no, watching anything right now? Um, you know, I've st- I've started and stopped. I'll regroup. Uh, you know, it's you know, my binge watch. It's really sports. Uh, but yeah, I don't yeah. want to talk we about. Both it. do. Just, we both have that problem. Much. But I, I started watching um, Sense Eight, S E N S E Eight. It's like this. Uh, like seven characters, sci-fi kind of. What channel is this on? At Netflix. I did Sensei and Narcos. Oh, I just started Narcos. That's yeah. the one I'm starting. I'm like three, four in going. Sensei or Narcos? Both. Yeah. Wow. Both. I think I'll go back to Sensei. I paused. To I paused for uh, you know playoffs, but I'll get back. That's right. me. Ray Donovan we is got, what I binged right now. I'm obsessed with her. I want to marry I hear Ray that, Donovan. I hear Ray Donovan. Oh, is really good. I heard that's super violent too. It huh? so is. I love him. Yeah. I'm in love with him. And John Voight's heaven. I mean, he's the most unredeemable human on television. <laughs> yeah. it's magic. Of Wait, is that like father, son? Yes. Okay. But it's just a great layered, well done, with the exception of Katie Holmes guest starring this whole season, oh. which she, it's, she's just hard to watch for me personally. You have very good mic technique, Trish. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, you hold it. She's doing a headstand. Well, you know talking. what it is? It's because I'm so raspy and it sounds like I need to drink a glass of lotion pretty much all the time. I'm quite. I'm quite She's the queen of sound bites. I'm, I'm quite cognizant of, bitch, better hold that mic right. Or people right. are like, oh, I'm so sorry. We have no idea if you're funny or not. Oh, they just stare that and she knows how to take an excellent photo. Yeah. Oh, you're an angel. Because I know how I know how to take a bad one. That's right. why I know how to now take no, a she's good like one. Really, like she's photogenic, very talented. No, and, I've just and, learned to work. Oh wait, taking a good photo or yes. having a good photo taken? Well, both. Both. Okay. I know how yeah. to make sure everybody looks magical. Not oh, just really? me. I no, make sure. Yeah. That's impressive. I can't yeah. take a picture to save my life. Uh, Oh, I'm that's the worst. Marry a DP, honey. As soon as she, oh, as soon as your husband shows oh, you what right. bad lighting looks like, you're like, oh, oh, god, no. Yeah. True. We have that. We our wedding was shot as a long and the short because I was working on camera at the time. Our wedding was shot as a two hour special for the network I worked for. Uh-huh. So because of that, they gave us all of the raw footage from our wedding. Mm-hmm. Our rehearsal dinner was shot. So the full, obviously, the setup. 
unbeknownst to my husband, who was already wearing a mic, because I was just pulling raw footage sure. to make a, another outtake video for my family, basically a wedding sizzle. Did I mention my guest is Kim Kardashian today? <laughs> okay, well, our, our weddings have last. Our weddings, our wedding lasted longer than her, so okay. we're feeling good. But the point of this is that he was mic'd while, ta- and the other operator was just, you know, doing a camera check while my husband's talking to the DP. So the DP is set up to shoot me, uh-huh. the, and he says to the DP, "Listen." You make sure you use this lens. And he was talking DP speak. This lens, this filter. He's like an F2, this stop, blah, 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 blah. He goes, because my wife is not 22 and on the fucking hills. And if you so much as show her in a bad angle, I will come for you. And I was like, and that's the man you marry, boo-boo, Mike. And I look like baby Jesus and Oprah on my wedding day. And I was like, thank you, husband. Because I was lit from behind, painfully tan, and just not a pore on my face. I was like, yes, I married the right man. But I didn't know any of this until a year after our wedding. That sure, that you learn. Yeah, it's weird what you learn about uh, when you marry somebody uh, who does something different than you. What? And how much does he care that he actually cared that I wasn't looking hard and heifery and he made sure that's, I looked... Well, I don't think I don't think adorable. any of us look hard and heifery today. No, huh? That's we're me all, being... A-game. We're, that's all, we're me bringing being, A-game. Uh, oh, I'm not bringing my A-game. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, uh, I like a B. You're, I, I did know. brush my hair. Yeah, all right. But You're I also scratched the lens on my glass. Yeah, glasses, and so now um, I have to get my glasses replaced every, and I need them. Uh, I'm I'm seeing through what looks like a little piece of scotch tape, um, mm-hmm. but it's permanent. <laughs> you know, and it's you real, it it's to... right in right exactly oh, where yeah. I'm looking out, and I'm like. So I'm, I'm rolling with like a B or a B minus. Well, you can buy glasses. <laughs> Still glasses. positive. Oh yeah, I'm going to the. Um, I'm going to go to that Warby Parker because like you buy a, a, a frame and then they send, I don't know, a lens to a child in need. Oh, really? Yes, or a, oh, that's a, nice. Yes. Yeah. Just one? That's like Tom, douchey. just one lens. So you got to hope you got just one. Just one. So you have to encourage the other people to go in <laughs> so a child can not wear one eye patch you know, and a, a monocle. Of, there's a bunch of Bud Friedmans running around in a third world country. <laughs> or Mr. Peanut. <laughs> or Mr. Peanut. <laughs> now, where, you're from Philly, Pittsburgh. Neither. I'm gonna. Th- I'm gonna walk out. Oh, oh. Uh, no, I'm from New York. Oh, really? Yeah. Where? Uh, born in Long Island. Oh, okay. Mom's from Long Island. Dad's from Brooklyn. They lived mm. in Manhattan forever. Started popping the kids out. Moved back to Long Island. Really? Why did I think you're from Philly? Kentucky. So right. not I even I was close. close. Wow. One I, of us. I can't stand Philly sports teams. Me neither. Uh, but and it's I'm a charm. It's a char- charming night. little part of. I've actually grown to. Uh, Find parts of Philly super charming. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You know where they? Do you ever play Helium Comedy Club? Uh, that no, area Portland. Is that where you're from? I do oh, yeah. Portland. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm from Tennessee. We just talked oh, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks sorry. for checking in. I'm hmm. sorry, honey. Maybe stop worrying about your looks so much. Maybe pay attention <laughs> I'm to the. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm not kidding you. I'm still hungover from my Dodgers loss last night. It was rough. All right, these two are super jocks, right? We are, and it was really rough. It was very rough on me last night. I felt bad. It, we, I was, we was it a bad lose loss? Oh, we quit. We left 11 runners in scoring position on base, which is disgusting. We deserve that loss. And when the new, when the Mets came out with the shirt that said New York wants it more at the end, I said, you know what? You did. You did. And you deserve to wear that in our stadium. And I hope we all take a big giant glass of act right and look at what just happened. I, I just bothered me. Okay, now I'm done. We'll come you got to save this for our sports our, yeah, podcast. Well, they have an amazing sports podcast, which I never listen to. That's okay. I don't know any sports. I don't. I get mocked incessantly for it. Also, today, does your I wife was mocked. like sports? Uh, 
No. No. Okay. No, I just wonder how that I happens. I actually, I've been watching so much and getting so into it that I, I really honestly, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to take a break. I'm oh, take really? a little break. This yeah. is about the time you're, I do take a break. Because you know what it is? It just feels like I'm, it's, it's like too much. Mm-hmm. Like it, like it, and then it's sort of like my podcast is like, it's just, it, now it feels like it's like business. Right. You know what I mean? And it's, it's just meant to be like, I, I guess at the end of the day, I'm probably taking it too seriously. Well, like yeah. I would be a, well, that's interesting because you have like, I've often thought about getting out of the business. Yeah. Which, I think about that all the time. Every day. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much it. But then I think, what would I do? Yeah. And then my wife's like, well, uh, why don't, I'm a big surfer. It's like, why don't you start a surf camp? I'm like, yeah. well, then that would make it a business and then you it would wouldn't love be it. as fun. Yeah. Because don't you feel like comedy got a little less fun when you started making a living at it? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the business of our business. Yes, the bi- when I go to work every single time I go to work, I still love that. Yeah, oh yeah. Every time I walk on a stage, I love that. But the business surrounding the twenty three hours before I step on stage right, right. is when I go, oh hell. Yeah. You know, you've got to just, as I say, shuck and jive and tap dance on a cheerio, and you're like, oh, okay, I'd r- I'd rather be on the stage and have a team of people, but I don't right. trust anybody as much as I trust me. Is there a Trish to English dictionary? Did you bring <laughs> yes. with you? Yes. I'm now. I now I'm so in sync. Like I, okay. she does yeah. speak it. She's uh, right. she's been. I, I understand it. I won't say I speak it, but I totally no, understand. She got the Rosetta right. Stone. All right. <laughs> but it is true. But once you start making it, like you have a career as a stand up and then you do a couple you know what I don't like is and it just comes with every any job whatever it's just more and more pressure right so then it's like you do your first late night spot and it's like the most amazing thing then it's like well when's your next right well are you going to do that one and then you start writing um and then sometimes for months you don't feel creative. Mm. Oh yeah. And then sometimes you go through a breakup and you haven't written a joke in a year. Right. But then you're like, oh my god, oh my god, I've got to get another late night spot so I can work that club. And then you start almost writing for, a, and then Specific. it just feels so uncreative and ugh. three thousand percent. Yeah, right. that I don't like. That really feels like. That sucks the fun and creativity. Yeah, away. I feel like it went from like, oh man, cool, I'm working. Uh, Chicago Improv this weekend yeah. to, oh, fuck, I got to get in this weekend so yes. I can, you know, I got to yeah. make money, you know, so yeah. it kind of goes from... Or in the worst is when I feel like I know I, if I've taken too much time off and I have to go work out a new set because it's like going to the gym. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you've got to go, but to do sets at home here in Los Angeles because there's an oversaturation of us. Um, and for me, being super Southern specific, I don't get to just jump up and do, you know, we're, I'm a storyteller, so it takes a hell of a lot longer for me to get stuff out of my mouth. So to do a 15 minute set is like two seconds to me. Yeah. So to right. work anything out, we need to work out. I'm like, okay, now I've got to pack a sack lunch, a bottle of water and go to Claremont and work the clappers <laughs> right. this weekend. You know, it's not like you can just run down the road, do 15 minutes and be like, okay, great. I yeah. have to actually go and work it out. Uh, it is that thing too, when you're on the road and you're doing like, you know, five shows, five like hour shows. And then you have to do a seven minute set. You're like, what, what is this? Why? You feel like you're on star search. I'm like, good night. It's like, Ed McMahon going to come out in three and a quarter stars. Great job. You didn't even get a half a joke out. Like, this is fun. I mean, I dated that all the way back pre, you know, last comic, but last comic isn't even right. It's kind of cool though. When you think about it, like the flip side is like, do you, I remember when seven minutes was inconceivable. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of sweet. That <laughs> Grateful. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember the first time I went, I, all I, because I got started here in Los Angeles, so all I was doing was seven, eight minutes. And the first time I went on the road, I had to do a half hour and I was scared. Of course. Yeah. And I, call, I called my friend. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how much I need. And so we got together and he's like, write out your joke. 
we give one just title your jokes one word and then write them out in the order you're going to do it and i wrote them out and there's like 31 and he's like if each one of those is a minute. You have 31 minutes. Yeah. Awesome. Like, that makes you, oh, makes you feel better. That's, that's great. great. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. We were pulling, um, I have um, an organizational freak and I was cleaning out the garage and I had an obscene bin of VHS tapes. You're welcome. Of stand-up, <laughs> of sets that have been recorded from God knows where. And so I took him to this guy to dump them all just on a drive. Uh-huh. And so he sent me, is, is this, you know, do these look okay to you? Because he was just asking if the transfer ratio looked okay. He sends me a set. From 1997, when I first moved here, and I don't even know how anybody put me on stage. It was Sam Brown at Luna Park. Thank you, Jesus, for even giving me time. I did a 15-minute set. I'd only been doing stand-up for a year and a half. He put me on stage for 15 minutes, and I watched two sets in a row. I never wrote a set down, and I did a different set each night. And as I was watching it, I was like, I was either had balls the size of Texas or so in just ignorant, naive and ignorant. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. And I was watching it going, Oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. To watch how I had no idea what I was doing. Sure. Sure. Fresh every night. It was. And I was like, Oh, how, how refreshing though (laughs) to sit and watch a set delivered with zero care in the world. (laughs) Not not worrying about laughs and no, I've gone, I've gone like looked at early stuff, like a showcase and I'm at the time not getting it and being like, what the, f-? and then yeah. I would go back and look at it like 10 years. And I'm like, of course I didn't. Yes. <laughs> what the, what exactly. the, and I'm not, you need I'm to grow not, up. You need time to cook. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, oh. I'm not big ego. Like yeah. I'm the fucking shit. Look out world either. But yeah. to be that, like, well, I don't understand why yeah. it was good. And then like, oh man, what oh, is, what am I, when what you I watch thinking? it back, I'm the queen of, I need to trim fat. So I'll watch a set and I was like, Good night. There was, it may have been a 15 minute set, but none of that was filler. I was just yeah. doing weird. I was like, how did I just use nine minutes of filler time? I was like, bad Where are you love. guys coming in from? No, specifically, where are you coming in from? <laughs> did y'all go to baggage claim five? <laughs> I need seven or? more minutes <laughs> of your travel schedule immediately. Bad. So bad. Did you get started in Kentucky? No, I got I started in college at Arizona State. Oh, all right. Um, I was in an improv group there and I. Loved, I love improv. That's mm-hmm. what, that's another reason when I watched my stand up, I was like, I, of course, I had zero fear. I mean, something could explode in a room, and I did not. I come from, please let something horrible happen. Right. I can do five minutes on that. Sure. <laughs> so it, it, that's I understand where there was lack of fear. Just right. lack of a set's not funny. So <laughs> yeah, you got to know yourself. And um, I would, I was very. Sam Brown, but I don't know if you remember Sam Brown. I remember Sam Brown. I, Sam I Brown. loved Sam. Um, Sam passed Sam away. Sam is no longer with us. Oh. And he was an awesome dude. But he would always go, Trish, you don't need that accent. You don't need that accent. And I was like, well, Sam, hell. I mean, <laughs> that's what I got. That's what I'm working with. He's like, try to say, talk without it. And so there would be so many sets from Luna Park where you could see me fighting it like I was a weird British actor fighting my <laughs> accent. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But I came out and, and just, you know, was like, I didn't, the groundlings weren't my jam. Right, right. And so I just was like, well, hell, it can't be that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Luna Park, you probably missed Luna Park. You probably weren't out here for Luna Park, were you? Yeah, no, I've only been out here eight years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, you missed it. But I remember hearing about when I, you know, I just started in, in New York City. So I remember hearing about Luna mm. Park. It was a great room. It yeah. was in the basement, which was not like. Where where was Robertson it? and Santa Monica. So it was this okay. weird club over in West Hollywood. That isn't even. They moved to Luna Park now over to La Brea, but they don't even. That's do. Not, I don't even think it's the same owner. It was just. It was just. They just the same chefs. I think. That's oh, okay. why they took the, yeah, the yeah. restaurant. Oh, it was a name. restaurant. So it was a restaurant. It had an upstairs big stage. It would do bands and sometimes like weird, almost cabaret shows. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But the downstairs basement room was ninety nine point nine percent always comedy, and yeah. you'd be. I mean, 
everybody, we all went through there. Mm-hmm. We all went through there. Everybody. And it was great. Low ceiling. Yeah. Stage. Yeah. I've it heard was, nothing but good things. It was things, set up. Yeah. All the chairs and tables on a di- the on, stage. On a corner. On a bias. Yeah, yeah. It was such a weird space, yeah. but it was such a great place to work out. Oh, yeah. A couple of memories from Luna Park is it was the first time I ever saw Dane Cook. Oh, and yeah. there were five people in the audience, and he played it like he was playing the garden. Yeah. He yeah. full on throwing himself I probably on gave the him stage. the ride. Because he was always like, Trish, can you drive me to... <laughs> he didn't have a car. So can you drive me to Luna Park? I like hearing nice stories about him. I try I try not to talk shit about people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, fuck Sam. No. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I remember is doing Luna Park is I did a 7 o'clock show at Luna Park in the summertime and just ate it. Just couldn't. Just one of the worst sets I ever had. Really? And I walked out and the sun was still up. Oh, the worst! Forget, it. Forget like, it. Um, it's not even nighttime, and I've already and I already hate my life. What yeah, it's, like, oh, it's the worst. Luna Park shows were either feast or famine. Yeah, you would either destroy my all-time greatest Luna Park show. Again, I love when things go awry and you can't make shit up this good. Uh, I just moved into a new apartment in West Hollywood. It was a duplex. I lived with an audio guy who could hardly hear, so a deaf audio guy, and one of the career extras on Baywatch. You All know, right. like the girl, the montage girls. Oh my god! Okay, so basically, so I, you lived in a Woody Allen movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I moved into. So I had painted my bedroom all day, and like it was a summer, it was a summer show, and uh-huh. so it was still sunny. And I was like, oh fuck, balls! I've got to get to Lena Park, and so I'm in overalls. I have blue paint on my arm. I had my hair knotted up on my head. I had paint on me, and I was like, back when I could give a rat's ass what I. Looked Look like going on stage because right. I didn't have a set apparently, and on the way I the, the, because it was a rolling blackout, long in the short, power was out. A, a cherry picker on DWP truck hits the top of my SUV and rips the luggage rack at a stoplight off my. He was going down. I didn't know he was right there. He didn't see my car, and he pulls the luggage rack up off of my. Oh my wow. god! My Explorer, and I'm like, and it literally sounded like an earthquake or a tornado. I was like, what sure. the hell? So I pull over, and he's like, "Ma'am, sorry, we're gonna fill out an extra report." I go, "Dude, I've got a set. I can't miss my set." And he's looking <laughs> at me like, "What?" And it was the corner of Melrose, and I forget it, Melrose and Robertson. So I was like, "I'm gonna go up to Luna Park. I'm gonna pull over right here. I'm gonna be down there. I could do my set. I'll be back in 15 minutes." I was like, "You work it out." And I <laughs> oh, uh, and I ran. You left your car. I pulled it over because he'd already, yeah. you know, we'd already pulled over. He doesn't have a roof. Who's going to steal it? Yeah, who's going to take my car? I literally peeled it back. But the luggage rack fully had come off. So I am I go on stage. There was Brian Callen was right in front of me. I'll never forget this. Callen comes off. He's like, I did an extra five for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Like, because he, <laughs> he got to stay on longer. Like, thank you for your service. <laughs> so I did only end up doing 10. I'm on stage. And the DWP guy, yeah. I go, I go, y'all, I go, I'm so sorry. I go, I have I, got paint on me. I look like a hot mess. I said, the DWP guy ripped the top of my car off. As if it was on cue, in walks the dude with the helmet. No. And the, uh-huh. With my luggage rack. No. <laughs> the room lost their minds. <laughs> oh, my God. And it looked like a scat. I go, sir, I'm working. And I mean, I could care less. There's a show going on and right, people right. are dying. Right. Sam Brown said, because Trisha was one of the best sketches. I was like, <laughs> there was no sketch there was my life and the guy was like I really need you to sign the extra report I go sir as soon as I'm from right here to right back over there we can have this and it dawned on him then he looks around and goes oh hello and the audience <laughs> oh died. my god he just was like A to B I have to get to you and I thought oh my god this is my life I'm never gonna work in this That's town hilarious yeah, and that that was the a true Luna Parkinson that's how I remember Luna I find Park. it odd that the, the southern girl speaks faster than the New York girl yeah. We well, all, it's 
Because I, I, I grew up in the, the cold brew, cold brew and the hot in. coffee. All right, because I grew I'm from the south, but I grew up in Jersey, so I, I know the. I graduated high school in New Jersey. Where? Uh, Pequannock. Oh no, all the way up Sussex. Uh, Vern- I'm all the way up Vernon Valley Great Gorge. I, I used to ski Vernon Valley Great yes, Gorge. Honey. I was a uh, I was a ski patrol at Vernon Valley. No, I was I, a ski patrol at Hidden Valley. Oh, okay. I was like Not I was the, a lifeguard at Action Park in the summers. Remember really? Oh yeah, I've got plenty of scars from Action Park. <laughs> You're welcome. I was, <laughs> was actually Action Park. Wait, wait, it's it, oh, closed now because yeah. it was a mess. Of all the lawsuits. Too much action. This is how funny it was. I was the only white person. Well, first of all, there's no Hispanics up there, except when the summers they busted everybody from the city. So you had a lot of people of Latino descent. Uh-huh. And at the park they had no recording in Spanish. So you'd have a lot of people that were raised in the city who did not know how to swim. And Action Park, all the water would melt. So if people yelling, swim, swim, they didn't understand. They, so, But no, they'd get on and they'd drown because they knew the lifeguards would save them. So they would just jump off of these rides, like a Tarzan swing, where it was like a 30-foot drop. They'd swing out, plunge into ice-cold water. Their bodies would go into shock. They can't swim, and you have to save them. So... Jesus, who We're, takes a lifeguard job that has to try? Isn't that like, oh, I got a summer job with a lot. Yeah, well, that's what we all thought. And then yeah. we get there and we're like, good night. This is like Baywatch in the woods. All right, first of all, Action Park, and you can look, look Google it. It, it. it was so litigious. They That place got sued so Every many times. Everybody got hurt. At this place. So we wow. were in a meeting and they're like, does anyone here speak Spanish? And I was like, I do with my accent. And they're like, we're going to need someone to do a recording for everybody in Spanish. And I said, we have nobody Latino here, but I'm the only one that can speak it. And they said, well, I go, well, what do you want to say? They said, basically, if you can't swim, the lifeguards won't save you. So to this day, I can still remember it. Bienvenidos a Action Park. Si no pueden nadar, por favor, no usen estas atracciones. Porque las abavidas no los ayudará. Baby, every time that came on. Oh, my God. To this day. The lifeguards will not save you. Welcome to Action Park. If you cannot swim, the lifeguards here will not save you. And you'd see everybody just kind of start looking at each other and staring around. And I was like, uh-huh, okay. I think it's kicking in. That's hilarious. We'd let them panic at least. Like, we'd let them think this could be the end, and then we'd go get them. We'd give them a good 20 seconds of don't try it. And then we'd go save them. But yeah. Wow. No, this place was, they had this was thing. a death trap. They had this thing called. The wave pool. The Alpine Slide. Oh, I worked the Alpine Slide. You worked the Alpine Slide? Yes. The Alpine Slide, you basically ever see those cement drainage ditches that just run down a hill? Yeah. That's it with a go-kart. With a go-kart. With a go-kart? Yes. With a go-kart. And there's no brake. And there's no brake. There's one stick that you can... Who designed this oh, park? It was, it was, it was this... horrible. And you could always tell who went to Action Park because Monday morning they would come and just road <laughs> rash from like ankle to... Did you go to Action Park this week? Yeah, it was awesome. awesome. Bleeding, just yeah. pussy on their face it and was, stuff. I moved to New Jersey my middle of my junior year of high school. So that was my job my junior year and my summer year of high school. Wow. And yeah, it yeah. was the craziest. I was like, where have I come? And it was like people would die in the wave pool. Yeah, yeah. It was, genuinely, people died in the wave pool. I worked that. I worked the cannonball, which was this. It literally was like the birth canal. You went through literally PVC <laughs> underground, piping underground. underground. And then you'd and shoot, shoot out, out 15 feet above water. But the water was mountain water that had melted because we were in the snow. That was doubled as a ski resort also in the winter. No, it's amazing it lasted as long as it did. Death Action Park. It was, and then it went out of business because they couldn't deal with all the lawsuits. I yeah. love that you know actually. <laughs> I am. Well, Southerners that then had to go to Jersey. I know. That's amazing. We what were, what city are you from in Jersey? I, Town? Uh, I graduated from Walk Hill Valley. Okay. So Hamburg, Ogdensburg, all that. Up I, north. Forget, I forget all that. So Basically I was, up by the New York uh, Goshen Line. Mm. I mean, way up there. We were the What's boys. that, Route 80? All right. Yes, so Route 80. 80 to 46. That's oh, where I was. You were down, down I was bound by over. Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. No, I was all the way up. To, they made fun of my accent when we moved up there. They're like, you They made fun of my accent, and I don't have an accent. No, you don't. I got hardcore made fun of. I'm well, like, yeah, you sound like my mom. 
Thank you. Well, that's I not hope. a compliment. Oh, okay. I was like, I hope that was meant nice. I like when New Yorkers and people from New Jersey comment on people's accents. Oh, it's always fun. Well, my dad's from Long like Island. Fu- you sound like a fucking fool. That's my dad. <laughs> yeah, Long Island is... And Rhode Island, we, we moved to Rhode Island when I was 12. Oh, yeah. And Rhode Island, and I love Rhode Island, but the the problem with Rhode Island is New York, you know, the accent, you know, it's New York. Sure. Boston, you know, it's Boston. A Connecticut, it's split, so you'll get Boston, you'll get yeah, New yeah. York. Rhode Island is just no man's land. So it's this accent where you sound illiterate. You sound <laughs> dumb. You just sound plain dumb. It's it, and it because it's just a mix, a mixing pot of all, and it's just sound. It's like bizarre. Right. Isn't that where Bob Marley's from? Comic Bob Marley. Uh, from I think Maine. It's from Bob, Maine. Maine. That's okay. right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, his Maine. accent. Yeah. Made me think ignorant. And, and I don't it's mean just that rude. this weird accent. And there's obviously extremely a lot of smart people yes. in Rhode Island. It's sure. a wonderful state. And my mom, who is. Beyond, like, smart as a whip, like teacher, master's degree. She used to, she used to teach in Rhode Island, and then you'd go home and and like you talk to her, and you're just like, oh my god, mom, like this accent, <laughs> like she developed this accent where you're like, oh no, they don't use their R's, right? Is that Rhode Island it's, doesn't use their R's too? It's part no R, part. It's just weird. It's just like it's like a. There's it's no, one of those things where you go, where are you, where are you from? Where exactly? There's no strong accent that makes you sound smart, though. Any any strong British, American, British, American, American, oh, yeah. American, take it down, Kentucky, okay, right, American, right. uh, yeah. anything strong. I'm to think, yeah. I got you. So you kept yours. You were probably well. You, I, I was. I was my whole life. What? As my whole life. You know. I mean, by the time you're, we moved at sixteen. Right. By the time you. It's 16. It's in it. Dude, you go I, back I was all a, the time. I was yeah. a fat kid with buck teeth. I didn't need anything else oh, for, no, them, for, for them to beat the crap Did you out have of a me. Thick, like, draw, so I dropped, like, I dropped, I got rid of you the, left it. I got rid of it as fast as I could. I understand that. My brother and I both just, my, my brother's is actually less. And the irony is my, our mother has, has never had an accent. Really? Our whole lives. My mom's been out of Tennessee for 40 years. She still sounds like she lives in Memphis. It's, I, I've been that way. I, and don't get me wrong. Like it goes from between a six to a 12. When I go on stage, it's dialed up so much. I oh, probably, sure. And that's half nerves for me. Like mm-hmm. when I get excited, it yeah. goes. Rrr. But I'm between a six and a 12 of my accent scale. But if I talk to my mom and maybe talking to you too, I will start going right into it again. And then it's, yeah. And I talk to my people every day. My dad, my dad's from New Jersey. Uh And when my parents got divorced, he moved to Kentucky and she moved to New Jersey. The irony of the flip. Wow. Uh, But my dad has the thickest Jersey accent and it is the most unattractive thing (laughs) ever. You know, it's a terrible accent. Billy. Billy's yeah. bad. Oh, yeah, just to bring it all around. Yeah, it's it's a rough one. It's, it's a, a it's a terrible accent. One. It's there's nothing sexy. I mean, God bless they make babies and procreate in Philly all the time, but I don't know if I'd want that to be like, let's do this from any male, female, yeah. zebras, chickens. I don't like that accent. It's just like mm, it's offensive. There's not a lot of zebras your mother? in Philly. It's very like yeah, mm, I don't. it's very in your face. Yes. Isn't there a club in Rhode Island? I'm trying to bring this around to Rhode Island. You know, so. uh, yeah, uh, the uh, connection, the pr- uh, comedy connection, or the something. It, it's changed so many times. Right? Oh, it's one uh, of those. Something is something connection. It's in. Um, it's either in Warwick or Providence. Yeah. Oh, it's in comedy Providence. connection. It's in, in Providence. Providence. Yeah. Wait, on road stories, are we supposed to say the bar- best or worst experience? How do you run that? both? Oh, what is your best experience on the road? Here? Uh, I, I feel like right now, present day, I have such, uh, I'm so split on the road, probably because um, it's just about 
broke my back. A couple, I'm literally wearing a back belt. I don't want to brag. Uh, <laughs> but I was on the road so much where I was like, if I, like, I can't like physically do it anymore. But now I've been home for like five, six weeks. And uh, I'm like, I can't. I'm ready. I, I could go. I could go back out. You know, I just needed to stop, and I just, Absolutely. I didn't. You know, it's it's this thing in your schedule where I overloaded because I didn't have. I had like maybe one thing in like six, seven weeks. I'm like, right. oh, I got to pick up another one, and that's that one where it just it broke. Just you. Bra- it just yeah. broke. Uh, so I don't know what I, I. Eventually, I feel like I'm trying to build some stuff where if I did road four months of the year great because right. I cannot I cannot maintain this pace physically well, it's, a lot. it's just exhausting it and then you know there, there's real joys of the road like I love meeting new people I love uh you know performing for all different walks of life across right. the country like I I honestly love to plane travel I can't I stand driving. I love being on a Me plane. Too. I but love now being on a plane. I want to kill everybody on a plane. Well, yeah. They're so sad. now there's this stuff that's turned. And I go, well, then maybe like I'll be on a plane Thursday. I'll be fine because I haven't been on a plane in five weeks. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's just finding that balance because I cannot be in LA every 365 days. No. no. Like, no. It's too much. You have to. You I could, be like in, you have that I could probably be in New York City because I did that every day for almost 10 years. But I, I can't. I can't be in this. I can't be in the city. I can't be in New York. I, I lived in New York three years ago for three months. I hated it. It's not my thing either. But I, I think. Do you it. think that's a product of being raised in the country? Because for me, I get that way too. Like I need. I wasn't really grass. raised in the country, and I used to love New York. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I used to love New York. I could but... move tomorrow and stay there every day for the rest of my life. Really? Nah, I, yeah. I, I, oh, no. I hate it now. I mean, I don't hate it, but I love knowing that there's an exit date. I love knowing yeah. that I have an outbound. I like cry when I leave. I'm like, and I'm always trying to extend my trip. Like always. I'm like, can I just, just one more day? Just one more. Can I get? That's just, that's yeah. home to But you. I mean, it's home. You're yeah. Oh, that's home. true. Yeah. Too. Like a second I see, I just had to perform. I'm not trying to brag, but I had to perform in Gatlinburg. You're welcome, America. Uh, where's Gatlinburg? Where's Gatlinburg? Are you being funny? No. no. You're from Tennessee. Gatlinburg, Tennessee. The oh, Smoky okay. Mountains. I know the Smoky uh, Mountains. Redneck Riviera. I know the Smoky uh, Mountains. I don't know okay. that area of the country li- okay. literally at all. Gatlinburg, Tennessee. I'll Google it when you get home. It's like... Look, I didn't even know where you lived in Jersey. How am I supposed to remember Tennessee? <laughs> well, Gatlinburg is like the epitome of Southern... Like, it, it is our Vegas. It's the Southern oh, Vegas. Oh, yeah? Red, it, it's just outside Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg. It's where Dollywood is. It's where oh, okay. all the outlet malls are in Tennessee. Did you Did you mean epitome? What'd I say? Epitome? Did I say epitome? I no, so. I'm an epitome. Thank you. Right. So. I didn't even catch it. I thought maybe it was another dancing on a Cheerio thing. That No, okay. not the I, same. My favorite thank is you. glass of act, right? Gla- thank you. Like it's one of my favorites. When you need a large Church glass systems. of it, I'm telling you, thank you. It's my grandmother's. They need a glass of act. I think with, with your sweet southern accent, epitome is totally appropriate. Oh, no, I, no, I agree. Epitome. That's like pinnacle, right? Epitome? Pinnacle of? No. Well, epitome is like... It is the, it is the, very the best example of... It's, oh, you know, it's, that's what I meant to say, not epitome. That's what our Southern shows. We learn a bunch of big words, and then we just mix them up on you, and you don't know if we did it right. <laughs> like, I don't know any Southerner that doesn't love that they don't know that cow means bovine, and they're like, oh. and so if you don't want to call someone a fat bitch, you're like that, and if you don't know heifer, because that's oh. usually what you say, you go, oh, yeah. well, she's just having bovine-like behavior. That's a... <laughs> You know, oh my god, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, we, we like to go oh, look what our vocabulary's done. But, bless your ACT. heart, though, is the best one out of everything. Thank you. Yeah, that that it really is. It's like across, no matter what walk of life you come from, bless your heart is just like, Heaven. I, 
it nope. really is that. It's the go screw yourself. I'd, well, I've said fuck it's a so thousand great times. Though. Let's go fuck yourself. It right, is. right. Yeah. And then if you really don't like somebody and you want to say something hateful, say whatever you want and then just back it up with, well, Lord, love them. <laughs> don't matter what you say about them as long as you bless them at the end. Yeah. All sin's forgiven. Yeah. It's fine. It's the beautiful. It is the beauty of the South. Some of the most hateful heifers in the world will say something and they're like, Lord love them. I hope everything's going to be fine. You're like, you were just a bitch. Did you, sorry, did you surf when you were in Jer- like East Coast surfing? Uh, or was no, it out a little here? bit down on the Jersey Shore. No, yeah. I started when I got out here. I've lived out here for like 20 years. I moved yeah. out here right out of school. So I started surfing when I moved out here because I'm so scared of the ocean that I was like, I need to fight that fear. And I took surf lessons for literally six months uh-huh. because I was scared to death and I would go off a beach break right out right in front of ZJ's boarding house yeah, like, yeah. Right. right Ocean and, Park yes and a, and a beach break is the devil yeah it's <laughs> like you couldn't ask for a worse condition if you have a fear of the ocean right basically oh, yeah. and then one day one of my friends was like girl why are you doing all that come with us up to Mondo's and I go up to Ventura County sure. which is like the Waikiki Mondo's break is like the Waikiki of California and I was out there just all day long just loving life and I thought why in God's name and now I paddle at least once a week. So I ocean paddle. I'm not, a, I'm is that the standing up? Yes, in the, stand up yeah, paddleboard. Yeah. I'm, my husband rides and surfs the waves where I tend uh-huh. to just, I'm a cruiser. Sure. I get out there and give a speech to the ocean and I'm like, I love y'all. I don't want to hurt anybody out here. I give to surf rider. <laughs> my husband's like, would you, are you done with the speech? Cause this is not peaceful. I'm going <laughs> to, he can still hear me. I do it like a full 20 minutes. That's a tight 20 for is my that ocean. Is like ward off sharks? In my mind. Okay. Here's what happened. Okay. He made me watch. Uh, Shark Week. Sure. Uh, and we've never done it since. But in the first time I ever watched Shark Week, they were like, the three places, it was this Australian announcer, and he's like, the three places with the most great white sharks. And it was like, Bondi Beach, Australia. And it was this gorgeous shot. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's my Australian voice. And then they should pan the beach, and they're like, Johannesburg, South Africa. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going there. Note to self. And they're like, Malibu, California. <laughs> and they literally show where we launch our boards yeah. from. And I was like, Oh, hell. And my husband was like, fuck my life. Like, is that true? Is there, oh, yeah. is so there a ton? The babies, what they do apparently is they go have their babies right where up in Escondido, like mm-hmm. just south of Zuma. They have their babies there because the kelp beds are so thick so that the babies just can kind of eat and do and waddle yeah. and they leave them. And so uh, they get up. That's what scares me because I'm like, I don't want to be have a leg taken out by some toddler shark that's like, oh, my bad. I thought you were a sea lion. Yeah. So I'm constantly like, I'm so sorry. I'm just here to enjoy nature. I, I'm constantly looking. And when you're out there, it's so chill. It's like Lake Malibu. And then all of a sudden, a pelican will like dive bomb for a fish behind <laughs> you and you think your life's over. <laughs> Where you're like, <laughs> some, some, you have this image that it's a shark breaching out of the water to eat you whole. Yeah. But it's a pelican just diving for a little sea fish, whatever food. Right. Like, okay, I'm done. I have to go back. So I, I That's just. hilarious. Have you encountered. Uh, Sharks? Yeah. All the time. They're out there all the time. They're out there. Yeah. I see them all the time. Uh, I remember when I first started, because I started by myself. I didn't have any friends. Like, I didn't know anybody. So, yeah. none of comics didn't even know. Like, what? Get up before yeah. noon? I don't yeah. understand. So, I would sit out there, and I would psych myself. I'd be out there all alone, you know, and I'd just be like, you know, at any moment, there could be a shark here. Any, at, any <laughs> time, at any time, I could be. And I remember t- psyching myself out. Like, I'd get really paranoid. This is early on. I'd only been serving, like, six months or whatever. And then this fin popped up, and I lost my. Sh- it was a dolphin, of course. <laughs> but of I course. didn't know. I was like, oh, yeah. Whoa! 
Oh my god! <laughs> that, I mean, that's got to be everyone's like well, top three. You, fears, you always right? know Shark rainbow attack? happy rainbow fins. Yeah, if you yeah, see yeah. A, a fin go boo, you're like joy. It's a dolphin because sharks don't do rainbow yeah. fin. Yeah, yeah, they do drop. If yeah. you ever see a fin drop, just start praying to everybody you remotely believe in. Yeah. <laughs> I whenever I take anybody else over, I'm just like, don't worry. It's the fins you don't see you got to worry about. So if yeah. you see a fin, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's the ones you don't see. Yeah, that's a damn trick. Well, then you have to come do uh, my comics on safari show sometime. What's that? All stand ups who surf. We travel up and down the coast. Oh, I love sponsored that. Sponsored by Quicksilver. Oh, how fun! Uh, and and uh, Maui and Sons. We're going to be down in La Jolla next week. Oh, how fun! Yeah, yeah, it's a blast. Lachlan I Patterson's going to headline that one. That's so. I would love That's that. So fun. I, I uh, paddled La Jolla. I love paddling La Jolla. I surfed La Jolla mm-hmm. on, on the board. Obviously, every sur- all surfing I do now is on the paddleboard. Right, right. Uh, but I negotiate it better. I feel much. I don't know. I, like I even, which is horribly hard to surf. I paddled surfed uh, Tulum. Oh, really? That side of the Yucatan is not known for surfing whatsoever. Right, right. It just doesn't have those waves. Uh, it's not like Ziwat and all that. It, that's much more surfable. But anyway. Ziwataneo. Ziwataneo, sorry. Oh, um, sure. It's very, it, my husband laughs because he's like, people will be like, great job. Or they'll see me out there when it's nasty. I'm like, I'm like oh, thank you, you doll. And then <laughs> my husband's like, oh, God, that you, that's the last thing they're thinking coming out of your mouth. when you." He's like, you're out there wanting to bake somebody up pot pie and they're like okay we thought she was just nice and bake you a pot pie yeah oh lord that's what he always says pot oh, pie. i hated Sorry. pot pies it just looks so i i'll i want to try it at some point oh i'll um, take you out come on yeah i do I've got three boards there's no ball involved yeah you'd be all right with that you'd like it, it look you you're athletic. i love the water it's all about balance yeah and i had no i used to never i didn't even know i had any balance to me and when i first moved here i lived here a year and I'd hurt my back um, running, and I boxed and I ran. And somebody goes, "You need to go to yoga." And I was like, oh, "I'm not a yoga person." Right. And Bill Burr, of all people, was like, "Trish, I'll take you to yoga." <laughs> and he, the first person that ever took me to yoga, was at this random class over in Santa Monica, which was Bill Burr, and it was a packed room of 200 people. He went to just look at chicks, check chicks' asses. Yeah, out. totally, yoga ass. But it was very sweet. <laughs> it, yeah, everybody was, and he was so sweet. And if it was not for him, I would have never found out that I actually liked yoga because I would have never gone so yeah. it took somebody that the last person that i right. thought i was like okay you're like me you can't handle the whole ohm rub out oil on your third eye crap yeah and bill was like no it's not my jam and it was the greatest thing and ever since i've been obsessed with yoga that's why i can paddle because of my balance because of that oh i was wondering how it was all gonna i was wondering how it was together. all tied together. together i didn't know i had that balance is the point of my story i didn't know i all had right. the level of oh, balance sure. yeah that i had i just like being outside and used to water. surf uh 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 rockaway beach Oh yeah, and it was so bad. Like back in the '90s, like you would sit out on your board and watch stuff get stolen. Wow, (laughs) watch your backpack get fucking ripped off, man. It was so bad. But now it's cleaned up. Like it is cleaned up. It's actually yeah. We used we used to go to the beach there a lot. There's you know it's depressing when you try when you live in New York City and you try to go to the beach like for the day because everyone's like going to the Hamptons and you're like all jacked up and you're on the LIRR trying to go to Rock, <laughs> Rockaway Beach to come back and you're like oh, we nice if we had an income and we could like have a beach house you know <laughs> or you or you go to Rhode Island for like four or five days and you just be on the Amtrak for four hours just trying to go to the beach right. <laughs> <laughs> it was all that but Rockaways are just they're beautiful but yeah. I often wondered like um I don't know for a non-surfer out here but I go to the beach all the time it just never feels like there's waves it's probably just like the beaches i go to but then you see so many like i go to um uh uh will rogers yes. uh-huh yeah so but that's a really tough place to swim because of the drop-off yes. sure. uh and so but when i'm like going up through if you keep going going up through malibu 
there's just tons of surfers, but it just looks so flat to me. No, well, but, well, where do you go? Obviously, at? I'm mistaken. You're Topanga. probably down here at Topanga. Topanga okay. a lot. But, I mean, they don't come in one after the other no. nonstop. Yeah. So there's in-between sets. And the majority of the big waves that come come in in the winter. So you're probably not going to the beach right. in January and okay. February. Because if you go down to, like, you know, Manhattan and stuff like that, to mm. me, like, those are rolling kind of bigger surfer waves. But Malibu, I'm always, like, seeing people out there. Yeah, and it's like, either Feast or Famine after, okay. like, yeah, Malibu. Because yeah, right. we, my husband, surf, we, he surfs Latigo Canyon. Oh, sure. And it's a really awesome, it's a very short, shallow break, but okay. it's great for paddle surfing. It's not necessarily yeah. for surfing surfing because you can, it's an easier yeah. cut break. But we'll go up and launch out of Escondido mm. and I'll go over and I, like, go out in the perimeter because there's gorgeous reefs out there. Like, the thing I've learned, the big misconception of Southern California is that our water's, like, murky and gross and dark. It is. Well, up where Malibu, Malibu is not stunning. Like it's, yeah. you can see straight through. Not obviously like Tulum, gorgeous Yucatan right. Peninsula water. Yeah, but it's clear as a bell, and you can see straight through the. Another reason I'm always having deep sea conversations because <laughs> like I can see everybody. Listen, fun. Well, you're not supposed to look down, Trish. You know that. Well, it's when it's so chill yeah. and calm out there, and I can see. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna. I'm here, and, and I you're enjoy standing. You. It's standing. Yeah, paddling, so you can paddling, see more. Yeah. That's yes. the problem with surfing with Hawaii is the water is so clear. Like all you want to do is look down, and then the more you look down, the more you see stuff. Even though you right. don't, even but your eyes play tricks yes. on you. Like yeah. I was teaching my brother, he came out to visit, and we saw a stingray swim under us, and he's like, "Oh, cool!" And then he kept looking, and he's like, "Oh, there's another one and another one." I'm like, "No, dude, those are shadows. You're not, yeah, you're stop, not seeing because your eyes that. play trip on yeah. you. And yeah. Don't look down." Yeah, I think that would be honestly. It sounds like you know, whatever, an alarmist. But honestly, that would that would be a, a huge major factor for not. Paddling's different. Surfing's surfing. different. Because surfing, your appendages are always hanging in the water one mm -hmm. way or the other. How fast can you... Here comes a shark. You're on a paddleboard. Like, you're done. I, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm going to beat the shit out of you with my damn paddle. I'm Look, out they, there like you a generally ninja. don't attack anything larger than them. Yeah. And you don't I'm get, on a 12-foot board, so yeah. I feel solid about that. The biggest shark I've seen out here is probably about nine, nine or ten feet. So they generally don't attack anything their size or even close to their size. Yeah. But they at least have that going for them. So you're just like, okay. I've seen more in Mexico, to be honest, than I have out yeah. here. Thank you, God. And, yeah. in, and in Hawaii, when we're there, I only, I said my husband, he's like, Did you give him the speech in Spanish about not saving? Bienvenidos. <laughs> Bienvenidos a Tulum. Si no puede nadar, por favor. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Kentucky to Spanish is so funny. It's just like, and it's, it's a hard so... left, isn't it? It really is. Do you guys hit the when you're on? Do you guys hit like the stadiums and stuff when you're on the road? Catch the local sports things since you're such like avid jocks. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Aaron's got me more conscious of it now because I used to always go, well, maybe, maybe not, but now I'll, I, and baseball. I have a thing for baseball. We we both do. Right. But I want to eventually see all, you know, thirty all thirty parks. It's thirty, right? Yeah, thirty parks. Yeah, uh -huh. I investigate sports before the comedy club, which is a real problem. I'm not going to I'm not <laughs> no, going to yeah. say it's the best move, but uh as soon as I book a place, I will do my first thing is the the comedy club is literally third. Right. The first one is what sports are in the area. Uh -huh. Two is just um, tell me where you think I'm staying. Yes, and um, I'm going to stay elsewhere. And I will check that out for about 30 seconds and then I will say just pay me what you what your horrible deal is right. for shit's fill in. Uh, and then I will book a proper hotel. Sure. And then third is, oh, I guess what's this comedy club like? <laughs> uh, so my priorities are, but I've been on a real good tear um, 
because, you know, it's so hit or miss if someone's playing at home or whatever. Or then you'll come in, you'll do shows at night and like the ballpark, every game will be at night. But now I started doing um, second tier sports. Like I'll start doing Ooh. like, okay, so if like the major team, whatever it is, is away. The A's. The, what'd you say? The A's. Yeah. Let's um, see the, yeah. And so then you go, um, is because I was up in Calgary and they're like, oh, well, our, our Canadian football team is playing. I'm like, fantastic <laughs> uh, you know or like the rodeo great oh you're you know up during I mean? the rodeo i'll do i'll do yeah. whatever as long as it's sports related. It, whatever it is so that's been really fun to you know sort of do like the the random the kind of random sure. random sports but uh i've got like some like this is like this is a perfect example i'm, I'm gonna be i fly into milwaukee in november um and i thought okay well what's What's this, you know, I know brewers and stuff like that. I'm like, well, what's a, what's that area like in Wisconsin? I don't know. All I know is Madison performing at comedy sure. club on state. So, or comedy on state, whatever. And so, so I was like, all right, what's Milwaukee like? Then I realized the gig is in Kohler, which is an hour north at this resort in Kohler. And I'm like, well, what's around that? And I see two words, Green Bay. And I think, oh no. <laughs> so then I go to Packers.com. They're playing the Lions on that Sunday. And I was like, done. Extended the trip. Flying out Monday. Really? My, my, literally, my show is Friday night. I could just leave Saturday morning, and mm. I'm like, nope. Um, and so I tap, tap, tap. Can I stay at this resort for a couple extra days? Yeah, sweet. Uh, Rent-a-car prices, done. Step up. <laughs> Packers tickets, done. Lambeau Field all day Sunday by myself. By yourself. I'll pick up someone. <laughs> and, uh, and then I fly to New York on Monday. It's and I'm magic. like, that's... That's, and then I get you know, sad that I'm not doing the show with her because right. that's exactly how I operate. Yeah. The only difference between our, that we do exactly the same things. The difference is as soon as I book something, when they ask me before I say yes to the dates, I'll look and see if it's a college team, especially in the South, if it's a college team, if they're home, I won't do a gig because I know no one's coming to the show. Uh, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, so sure. that, that is my number, that or Nebraska, that's the other place that you know no one's going to show up no matter what. Like that's the one state that if you're, if they're home, if the Cornhuskers are home. Yeah. Oh, I think you, I mean like in general. I was like, I've actually never performed in <laughs> yeah. Nebraska. It's a shame they yeah. don't yeah. get out and see no, them. Omaha, when you have to go door to door to perform. You do. It's more like, yeah, it's a little more of a traveling salesman slash, <laughs> you know, Jehovah Witness show. But it's fun, and you get one laugh at a time. <laughs> and you right. get to use all those old knock-knock jokes. Yes, You sure do. It's a clean, clean set. <laughs> Super clean. What's the weirdest sports thing you've been to on the road then? On the road. Tra like tractor pulls? Uh, Remember those? Monster truck, yeah. Remember tractor pulls? I've never been fun. to a monster truck. <gasps> we have to go. Yeah. You'd actually love it. They're down in Anaheim, Orange County a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I think I went to um, some sort of dog track, a creepy dog track somewhere where someone was really yeah. trumping it up and it, was, it wasn't it was great. I think all dog tracks are creepy. Yeah. Not to insult my Floridian. Uh, <laughs> the, the, part, the one here I went to one time, it was a Friday and uh, what was it? It's called like Hollywood Park or something yeah, like that, right? Is it closed now? It's closed. It's not a oh, dog track, though, was it? Well, when they we went there, to do dogs? a long, like, I'd say seven years ago, maybe. It's been a minute. Because I'm a it big gambler, just, so. It was my, f w when I first moved here, Okay. they did this thing, which was actually kind of really fun, where they'd bring back some, like, 80s. random band, like an 80s band oh, yeah, on totally. a Friday. Yeah, like so I went Boingo, to see Boingo or Devo or whatever something. Whatever yeah, it yeah. was. Um, oh, you know what I went to see? Because I only went there once. Um... Super Diamond, which is a Neil nice. Diamond cover band, yeah, which yeah. I'd see uh, at Irving Plaza every single year in Manhattan. Right. And I'm like, I'm going to Super Diamond. Uh, <laughs> they so, used to play House of Blues all the time across from the store. Right. They're so fun. Yeah. The dude, I've never seen Oh, them. my God. He sounds exactly like Neil Diamond. Mm -hmm. It's oh, amazing. The whole band is so great. And I love Neil Diamond. So that was the first time I saw dogs running. 
and you know like i get like i, I sort of was like oh you know it's kind of fun and you pick one and then right. you're like but then you're like oh it's a dog yes and what's their life like <laughs> you know what i mean and then it kind of gets you sad but then you're like super diamond <laughs> and you have a couple beers and you just yes. like forget that was i went one That's, time to hollywood park and it was to see berlin nice on a, yes berlin sure, yeah, yeah. and i was like sure i'll do berlin and then grew up around horse racing and so as soon as i saw the horses they all looked sad and like held against their will and i was like yeah. i feel like i need to boycott hollywood park it didn't but, look like i mean i think uh, yeah these well, these, close down these yeah. events though like getting back to the road stuff like they keep you going you know what i mean yeah. like they keep you going when you're on the road you're like you know, major cities are easy. You know, honestly, I don't, if, if, if sports team, like you have to find whatever it is to keep you sane. Right. You know, when I'm on like East coast, it's like a, you know, for, cause I'm from there, you know, you, you friends, major stuff going on in cities, but it's these smaller mid market, you know, places where I try to seek out, that just yeah, where you have to go see like to keep the, you sane. the Toledo minor league baseball team, Great. which I have. Right, uh, Rochester. If you've got minor league ball, minor baseball, league ball is awesome, honey. <laughs> they are in it to win it. Those fans in that town, yeah, they yeah. are like serious. They know what their major league team is. They're, I mean, they are so serious. And I'll go watch minor league. Minor ball. league ball is awesome. awesome. Why? What's the difference between minor league and it, it's like it's accessible. Like my parents retired to Florida and. They're not specifically in Bradenton, but my grandfather was in Bradenton. So when I was a kid, we used to go visit him a couple times in Florida. Well, Pittsburgh Pirates uh, play in Bradenton, spring ball. Uh Um, And so the spring ball obviously is different than minor league ball, but it felt like minor league ball because there was a ton of minor leaguers trying to make it, whatever. And uh, it's a small, you know, it's like it probably held 10,000 people or 8,000 people, whatever. And so you're like four rows back and you're, and you're just seeing, and everyone's just like excited. Mm -hmm. There's not this sort of pomp and circumstance of major league ball where the contracts are insane. And, um, and, and especially like a triple a or double a, like these kids are just, some of them are kids, but some of them are like in their thirties and Mm -hmm. they're like, this is my last chance. It's, it's why you love bull Durham. It is why you love. And then squiggy is up there doing the announcing. Yeah. It's it's a little, it's a little bit Kenny powers. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of that where you're like, this is heaven. And you get some of those yahoos that are like, they think they know that they're the big fish in their little bitty bowl. Yeah. Or you get like, you can go out to Rancho Cucamonga and watch the Dodgers when they've got somebody on the DL. That's where they rehab them on their minor league team in Rancho Cucamonga. We used to go to Pawtucket because that was AAA for Red Sox. And I'm not a Red Sox fan, but right. I just love, ba- you know, everything trumps whatever my sports allegiance is. But um, yeah, that's the that's the sanity on the road for me. Also, my new thing is when I land, uh, now it, it's just like something fun to keep me sane, is um, I have to locate the, the coffee, the local coffee shop. It's from my ex-girlfriend. She, she was like so obsessed with coffee. And now... You got to go to that local homegrown I, brew? I go or? where I find the local homegrown. Well, I'm glad you found the local Starbucks today. That well, was me. That's that was me. Right. Right. Um, I will just find a Starbucks because I'm lazy when it comes to my coffee. Even though I know it's pumped with chemicals, everybody can quit sending me tweets about it. Uh, me too. I look, I, 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 I'm down with everything else, man, but just give me my Starbucks, right? Yeah. I, that's like the one oh, evil corporation like, yeah, thing. For me on the road, I feel like it's the one, I know this is crazy, but it's the one con- consistency. It's the one totally. thing. Oh, yeah. No matter where I go, it's that, and I hate to say feels like home because certainly it's not, but you know what you're getting when you yeah. get a Starbucks. Some, sometimes you're performing in Bumbleweed, and when you see a Starbucks, you almost feel like crying. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> One time I saw a Walmart and was thrilled. Is that not the saddest? You know like, what I mean? Oh and my you're God, like, it's oh my a God, Walmart. Walmart. I, can get, I can get a bag of spinach. I was actually performing... <laughs> At Cap City in Austin, mm. one of my favorite places to perform. Sure. But years ago, they since they've they've moved, um, and I get it, it was it was convenience, but it was sort of this like um con like a sweets type of condo thing. But they were it was super ugly, right, like right. where they put you up. Um but it was like a little bit more room, I get it, you know, and this isn't like trashing the get like because it's one of my favorite cities, one of my favorite sure. comedy clubs. But there was nothing. And in Austin, it's usually 800 degrees, right? And so it was, but it was next to, you know, a couple shops to eat. There was a movie theater. So I'm like, okay, I get it. But the major thing right there was the Walmart. But what was so great is like you could get, because you had like a little kitchenette. Oh, yeah. Like you could sort of get healthy food. You know what I mean? Because for me, like I can't, I have the world's worst stomach. I don't Mm -hmm. eat meat. So I'm like, F. You air and I very clean. So I I was getting bags of spinach in Walmart being like, this is thrilling. (laughs) Like you're, but you need, you know what I mean? Like you need something. To recreate some sort of sure. home life people when you're think on the road. we have this glamorous life on the road that we like you know just get chauffeured around i tell people most of the time i'm like we don't even have cars right right yeah. you gotta so, get the mc to tool you around yeah well, if you're lucky you wanna, if normally not, you don't want to hang out with them and you don't want to hang out with anybody because you're like I just it's wanna, like a 24 year old pimply faced i it just wanting to like they're mostly sweet but they're like how'd you get started and you're like I just, <laughs> you're <laughs> like i just need spinach coffee um, I need I need to find a spin gym. I, when I go on the road, I have to find out where I need to work out because that keeps me sane. Yeah. So I, I always have to find somewhere. And yeah, we were playing in Jacksonville. I do a show with. A, I uh, warned you. Oh, Jacksonville. Did you give her a heads up on this one? Oh God. Okay. Well, we, that club is in the middle of nowhere. It, and what, but here's what's weird about it. It's on this. Which weird, Jacksonville? Uh, the Comedy the, Zone in Jacksonville, okay. Florida, Florida. All right. I was going to say there's a Mississippi in there. Yes, uh, Florida. And um, what's weird about it is it's this wretched um, the thing, right? transit Ramada that the club is physically in. Yeah, yeah. And the owner couldn't be sweeter. He's a doll. He's so nice. The, I, I mean, think truly, it's the same one. Yes, it is. Same Bless guy. his heart. It blesses, no, a genuine, like, I'm. yes, well played, sir. Uh, but he's an angel. And I dropped the mic, but these are expensive. <laughs> Sorry, I'll slap the table. That's so funny. Um, but it's, you know, number one rule is a female comic. Most male, too, but most female comics, we don't, I don't, we won't stay in hotels or motels. Any hotel that the door opens out. Smart. You can see smart. us go I to never thought rooms. about that until a woman brought that up on the show. Yeah, you, yeah. you don't yeah. want anyone to see where you go in. Yeah. That's just a wretched oh, setup. Oh, put me on the ground floor facing the parking lot? Oh, okay. Yeah, you want to give great. me like a, a rape entrance? Yeah, yeah. It, it always gets back to the Tig, Nataro, no moleste. No moleste. Yeah, no yeah. moleste. So you have that whole moment of, oh, hail. So she tells us about this, but when we're pulling up, it was hilarious because I'm like, oh, they have like a full you know car service pick me up at the airport heaven and i'm like the lady couldn't have been sweeter and as we're pulling up i see whole foods and aveda spa i'm like heaven 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 so they're trying to gentrify mm-hmm. for lack of a better word yeah. this whole area and then all of a sudden it's where all construction workers stay right at this ramada they're putting you in and i'm fairly sure have people in there had a criminal record and i was like oh my law and the hotel is the the club is attached to that hotel and i'm like Oh God. Okay. You can't complain. Like you want to be like, this is the worst situation, worst situations. And then I say, because there's no gym, is there a gym nearby? And as I'm saying it, the little girl works the front desk goes, Oh, Clara, who owns this little healthy 
grab some food to eat right or whatever, like a pita place. She owns the pole dancing class. No. Claire's 55. <laughs> no. No. And I'm like, that is so sweet. Claire's like, pole's a walker. Okay, we can, but let me tell you something. Don't be judgy smurf. That woman can bend a pole. I was like, okay. And I get in there because I'm so athletic and efficient. I look like I'm training to be a firefighter. <laughs> Wait, you did a, you took a pole oh, class? I took it because I didn't want to be rude to her. Because, you know, I'm, that's where my southern uh, kicks in. Yeah. I'm like, oh. You don't want to be rude smurf. I didn't want to be Rudy Smurf. Rudy Smurf. So I have the two other girls with me, Leanne Morgan and Karen Mills, come with me. Leanne's a you know born again Christian, and Karen was is in the Chattanooga Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. That tells you what we're dealing with. Okay, so three of us go to this class. Karen couldn't be more comfortable. Liam was like, "This is unbiblical," and I'm up there like <laughs> literally trying to ring a bell at the top of the pole, thinking oh, I win. Oh my gosh! Oh my! <laughs> it was, and she made us like. Spray, spray adhesive on the inner, inside of our thighs so that you don't slide off the pole on account of sweat. And all I'm thinking of is, oh, my God, I just wanted to work out. You're on a pole in Jacksonville. <laughs> Bucket list. Before yeah. my yeah. set. Before Where my are you supposed to work so you don't end up there? <laughs> Isn't, that, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that everybody's goal to not end up on a pole in Jacksonville, Florida? With a 55-year-old woman. <laughs> and you're like volunteering to be on a pole in Jacksonville. Oh, so that's my life. That, that was my one of those moments that I thought, yeah. maybe I need to redo my workout schedule. That's maybe hilarious. Just download a bunch of really cool workouts mm-hmm. and use them on my iPad. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't need to be 24-hour fitness, sister. They, they have them in just about every they, city. They don't in the South. Oh, it really? Stops at Texas. I stopped I going to the South. Member, yeah. Okay. I'm, like, I'm a member of 24 for that exact okay. reason. Yeah, yeah. And so they stop in Texas. And so Texas over it's Anytime Fitness, mm-hmm. which makes you feel like you're getting a venereal disease it's if you touch the door handle. Creative right. names for yeah, anytime, honey, anytime. anytime. And anytime. then after that, you could go to Planet. But Fitness. we close at nine. <laughs> yeah, you can you can come anytime before nine. Yeah. And right after six. I used to do the old, uh, hey, I just moved into the neighborhood. Can I get a week oh, pass? Oh, well played. Wow, well played. Yeah, yeah. Because if, if you're visiting, they won't give you one. Yeah. But I just moved in. I want to check it out. And then you make up some bullshit address. That's a great, you know, it's fun when you talk to other comics and you learn like some road trade secrets. Right. Yeah, definitely. I was, uh, when you're ever done the improv in Vegas, it's like 85 shows in seven nights. Oh, I'm uh, there for, next month. <laughs> yeah, dollar fifty, And, uh, and. You the the problem the the, the guy who works there I don't know if Carl's still there Carl's, oh, Carl's still there he's like everybody the greatest, loves the greatest Carl. man ever so and he's a club manager the improv in he Vegas. manages okay. the improv in Vegas right and I always uh, say this about Carl real quick the greatest guy as long as you do your time oh yeah, yeah. Oh, if, you, if you go one minute over yeah. man, oh it is. it's but I respect it's that ter- oh yeah definitely it's almost terrifying yeah big Steelers fan and he does yoga. Yeah, I'm um, yoga with him next oh, week. I'll go play with him. But I enjoy that. It's two shows a night for seven nights, or si- at least six, six nights, Tuesday through Sunday, <laughs> right? So you're you want to put nice yeah. picking your eyeball, Heath? Uh, what's his last name? Yes, love my Heath. Heath is awesome. He's so great. So Heath and I, I've worked there so many times that you just work with like so many different people. Sure. But I remember Heath because well, I had known him before, but I just I love him. Uh, but he gave me the key to surviving that gig. Because the food, you get food vouchers, and it used to be different, but now saving money and whatever, you have to go into the bowels of the employees at Harris. Yes, Harris, the employees' yeah. cafeteria. So you have to go to the employees' cafeteria, which is, I kid you not, the most depressing place on the on the face <sighs> of the earth is the bowels of the kitchen of Harris. Yeah, and <laughs> and it's horrible food. 
and everyone's it's it's so depressing it smells right? like beef and cheese and, and if death. you do a couple things you get like a $100 food voucher for you get a you get yeah. a little something right but it's so expensive right so Heath was like this is what you do um, and I'm gonna drive there next time so always you have your drive. car always yeah. drive and he's like you call the hotel and you're like I need a fridge and so they send the fridge up. So you have a fridge the whole time Smart. you're there. And he's like, can you get in your car? And there is a Trader Joe's right outside the strip. Yes. You load up on Trader Joe's. You come back. You've got your fridge. And that. And I'm just like, yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's, stuff, it it's those little moments. Yes. Yeah, I prefer the Whole Foods at the other end of the strip. Or That's Whole Foods or whatever it is. So you know smart. what I mean? I was just like, oh, my God. Some things have changed. They have. Yes. I haven't been there in probably, I haven't done it at least now a year. Now it's one show a night. Really? Oh, Same that's pay. Nice. Oh. They didn't cut mine. They might have cut other people's. Yeah. I, I know that's how they work. One show a night, Friday, Saturday, two shows. Well, that's so much heaven. healthier. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's so much better. A second show on a Tuesday. You're like, what? what Why are you do? doing What's two happening? shows in front of thirty people each? Yeah. Do one show, make it sixty. It's yeah, better. absolutely. Yeah. So they yeah. were smart and did that. Ugh. So that's good. And there's no more food vouchers. Well, what's what's really? your perk? What do you get? You also don't. Well, you used to have to go out and do a meet and do greet. Do a meet and greet. And you that, get so you don't it. have to do that either. So it's like you don't have to do that. Then you don't get the food vouchers. Well, I'll tell you, I'll meet people any day of the week to get that voucher. Voucher because <laughs> part of it was the Starbucks, and I'd go down and I would get some sort of salad or sandwich yeah. and get my uh, and get my Starbucks. Here's the trick about the Starbucks in the Harris in Vegas. And by the way, every time I land when I'm on the road, the first thing my wife says is, "Did you find a Starbucks yet?" Yeah, oh, we're, we're both Starbucks heads. But the Starbucks on the second floor at Harris. Don't go to the one on the first hey, floor. You sound like me. Really? Everybody goes to the one on the first floor. Oh, the yeah. one on the second floor, nobody goes to. I did discover In that. And out. I did discover that. I also discovered that I like video poker uh, just a little bit. I'm not a gambler. Right. I, I just I don't have my spend out of money to lose. Uh, Scott Kennedy, R.I.P. Sure. Another um, one who's no longer just with us. Salt of the earth. Um, we did a gig there. We, you know, we were playing, and uh, he t taught me the wonders of video poker. And then we'd get up the next day because he was he was hardcore gambler. Oh yeah. And we'd get up the next day, and I go, oh, God, Scott, I lost twenty bucks on the video <laughs> poker. Like twenty, you know, it's like the end uh -huh. of the world. And then one time I lost sixty, and then I'd make eighty, and like right. you know, I gambled a hundred dollars for the entire week. Sure. Yeah, That's you my and I thing. are the exact. I didn't realize we're yeah, the same gamblers. Just the same. And then he'd yeah. go, he'd look at me, and go. But did you, did you have fun? <laughs> and I go, yes, Scott, I actually did have fun. Because I met, like, it's the same lady server, yeah, you know. Yeah. She'd get me that, I have a big tug, a, a tub of Cabernet. Sure. And a I tub. sit there like an old lady. <laughs> and I play video poker, you know, because you're so wired by three, you know, two shows. Do you have a good time? I go, yes, yeah, Scott, I did, I did have a really good time. Yeah. I go. never knew That's how to gamble. That's the choice of gambling. Didn't know yeah. a thing about it. I had did a show random years ago. And it ended up being myself, Courtney Cronin. I don't know if you know. I love Courtney. Okay. I love Courtney. Myself, I haven't seen her in a while. Courtney, Dan Smith, and Dane Cook. In the middle, they said, Trish, what do you mean you don't know how to gamble? I said, I don't. I've never gambled. They said, well, we'll go teach you how to play blackjack. And I said, oh, that'll be fun. And I go, well, is it like like Crazy Eights? Or, and they were like, she's dead serious. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and so um, Dane just looked at me and was like, you really have no clue. I said, no. He goes, here, I'm going to hand you 50 bucks. And I said, that's way too much. Just hand me 20. That's very right, sweet. Right. Well, I make 200 and they all are losing hand over fist. Yeah. I end up making $300. We're at Caesars. I'll never forget this. And I go, okay, y'all. Well, that was fun. I'm going to go to the room and order a hot fudge sundae. And they were like, <laughs> what? No, but you, 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 you're, you're hot. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
and, and Dane's face was like, just let her be. Just let her, just like, like, let her, let her. And they all stayed up for the next four hours. I went up, because this was years ago. They had just opened the new towers in right. Vegas. So I was like, I got myself in that big old bathtub with the phone right on the tub. Honey, and I called and I said, Mama wants a hot fudge sundae. I'm going to eat it right in this tub. I was still eating dairy. And, <laughs> and I left that the door open. I didn't days. care if somebody came and abducted me. I was like, everybody knows where my body will be if I get killed. Right. And that room service guy came in. I was literally in the full bubble bath, covered up, not being unbiblical. And he brings me that hot fudge sundae in the tub. And I was like, Life is heaven. I sat in there for, I turned into a prune. Up comes Courtney and she goes, and Janae. Do you remember Janae? Oh, Janae, yeah, for sure. Janae and Courtney come up and they're like, You're insane. <laughs> and I was like, This is heaven. I'm going to take a two hour power nap and I'm going to have pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> and Dane, the whole, the whole way home, because we all rode home together, which there's nothing worse than the drive home from Vegas, especially with losers. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I feel so good about my money. And he was like, I don't even, I don't know if we can ever do this again. I love you, <laughs> but this was a moment. And that was how I learned. I don't know about J- Dane, but. Courtney and Janae are hardcore Hardcore. gamblers. Oh no, Courtney Cronin, best story ever. We went to see Butch Bradley do Beecher's Madhouse. Mm -hmm. Okay, adore Butchie. Sure. So, honey, we're gonna come support you. Yes, Courtney and I went. We get our room. We're there. Courtney walks in, and Courtney and I have been friends. We met on the sidewalk at the Laugh Factory. That is how long we have known each other. And I would do anything for Courtney. Yep. Yeah. Love her to pieces. And so, Courtney, we get there, and she handed me her debit card, and she said, "Before we got in the room, she said, under no circumstances." Do you hand me this? And I said, Courtney, you know me. And I said, bitch, I will fight you to the death. So remember you said this when we get downstairs and you go purple on me. <laughs> and she said, I know. That's why I'm giving it to you. Wow. Eight hours later, we've watched Butchie set. Courtney has lost hardcore at, the, hardcore at the pie gal table. Right. Hardcore pie gal. It's hard to lose a pie gal, by the way. And, and normally What's she kills gal? it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't even know. I just know that she plays it all the time. I don't even know pie gal, but she kills it. We're in the Hard Rock Cafe. And she goes, I need you to give me my card. Now, Butch grew up in Atlantic City. His mom was a dealer. You know, he knows. And yeah. I'm a card dealer, y'all, not a drug dealer. Um, and Butchie was like, he saw the sign. He saw the glazed look uh-huh. on Courtney's face. And Courtney loves this story because I, she was like, you need to give me my card. I said, no, ma'am. And Butch was like, oh, hell. Like Butch, <laughs> oh, Butch, this is but, making me so nervous. Oh no, but Butch actually went because he and I had just we'd probably just gotten back from Afghanistan at that right. time, and Butchie knew my everything when something went down. I was like, oh hell no, I'll fight a bitch. And he goes, oh hell, and he used my oh hell, and I, I go, it's not gonna happen. She goes, I need to eat. You're keeping me from eating. I said, honey, I've got unlimited funds for food. What do you need to eat? Oh, she was living. <laughs> and then it was, you need to give it to me. I'm grown. You can't take it from me. I said, oh no, Courtney, Bridget. Don't you dare come at me for that debit card. I'll fight your ass in the streets. And poor Butchie took the time to step in between us because she wow. Courtney's got a good five inches on me. Sure. And I go, It's not a good, it's not a good look on you. Wow. And I'll take you. And Butchie goes, uh, court, court, court. Hey, I mean, he's doing all the little Butchie moves to like get her to back up. And she goes, I'm gonna fucking rip your arm off and i go you sound like you need a chicken sandwich and she was so not fresh with me and she refused to come back to the room wow and she did not come back till the next morning wow and i'm telling you i've never seen someone so glazed since then and she'll tell the story to this day she said you probably saved me thousands and thousands of dollars because i was so blinded 
I, I, I 100% love Courtney Cronin. Love. She's one of my favorite humans on I this planet. Her, yeah. But you and I, are I could similar. never. No. I could, no, no. I mean, I could never hold anyone's debit card. Because oh, if they were like, I'll, I'll be like, oh, here you go. Nah. <laughs> like, I would, I would hey, be Aaron, like, here it is. Oh. I'd be like, oh, I'll take it. Butch You're making like, me nervous. Every time she'd say something, Butch was like, Courtney, don't do it. I've seen her shoot a nine mil. It's okay. Like, don't, don't. I've seen her in, in combat. I've seen her with a, he would just bring up everything. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, Butchie. But Courtney wouldn't, she just wouldn't hear it. And she said, she goes, I look back now and think if I'd handed it to anybody else, I'd oh, like, yeah. take it, Heifer. Right. She goes, you were so like, don't. Good friend. Good, Good friend. friend. I love her like that. All right, before we get out of here, I, I wanted to ask you about your show, uh, Gays Are Us. Gays Is that still going? Yes. It's been, I've been doing it now for like six years. Every, on it's Wednesdays? Crazy. First Wednesday of the month Excellent. at the Hollywood Improv. And let me ask you this. So you'll book probably a lesbian? Lesbians. Yeah. Everyone gay. I yeah, probably gay. I've never done it. Yeah. Really? No. No? You won't book a straight woman? Uh, sometimes I do bring yeah. uh, book straight ladies. Who, We've talked about this. I gotta who bring... won't you book? Uh, straight men. Yeah, because they, they never get any stage time in this town. Listen, yeah. I am tired of you people keeping us down. <laughs> All right? It'd be nice if y'all actually worked. but I would be, it would, you know what? I'm struggling. I'm looking for something to do yeah. on Wednesday nights. Can't I, go to the improv. I feel bad, I can't go on pr- I Pretty Funny Ladies. Can't yeah. go there because I women? dated all yeah. of them. So I can't yeah. get on Except that show. Except for me. <laughs> You not me. You know, every night I'm on a show with 17 men, and uh, so I feel bad that you're not getting, uh, no one's getting enough st- stage time. It's one of these things where um, it, it, re- it really wasn't like, it's just uh, the gay community mm-hmm. one night just knows that they're not going to be, they don't have to be nervous or ripped on or whatever, because inevitably... Even in in a, in passing, or even in like not a mean spirited joke, uh-huh. there'll be a jab. There'll just be a jab. Yeah. yeah. And so it was created for that reason. And uh, you know, a couple times there's been like I have to because it's the improv. They'll they'll drop in sure. drop ins yeah, right. Yeah. And so and with straight dudes and uh, and you know, listen, ninety percent of straight male comedians like they're it's fine. It's gonna be right, fine. Right. Yeah. But there's the audience just, it does not go well. Mm. They tighten up because they have been on guard because they've been in all these comedy clubs across the country where it hasn't gone well. Right. And so uh, straight women uh, just, it's com- seamless, completely fine. Mm-hmm. They can talk about their boy, whatever, whatever. But there's something about the straight dudes that just, it does not work. But uh, it doesn't really matter because you guys have 90% of the work anyway. So it's just uh, one night off. Anytime I do, I do Sean Polofsky's, well, when she did it, her bathhouse show. Yeah. And anytime I did that show. I did her bathhouse show. Did you? At the Stonewall in New York. So no suck way. It, suck it. Oh my. I have to say, and I'm not blowing sunshine up your ass, you would actually be completely fine. Yeah. But you have like a, a real, very, very relaxing, chill, super normal great dude energy you did. but a lot of dudes do not have that energy right, and sure. i think that's what m- people go oh because they've just sort of had so many moments in their life where like it's like the bully complex yes. yeah. you know what i mean well you, have you would actually prove attitude you're yeah, like you i've, really, done, I've yeah. done hard time you've got right, great right. yeah you? murray right. like you would actually oh, you know i'm just giving i just i've I, I was giving you shit about that, and I actually and I respect your uh, explanation. But anytime I do Sean's show, I always feel like they're like, "Oh, how fun! She's like a drag queen, but not really." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's, they're always like, "Oh, she's fun! She's like what I do at Halloween." Like, yeah. and I'm like, oh, "No, I'm real." Because um, they're always they always kind of like, well, "Who did your eyeliner? Is that you know soft pedal by Mac?" You know, it's that yeah. afterwards. Well, I feel Thank like it, when I like I do really quick. Uh, 
gay cruises like a uh-huh. couple times a year. It's Atlantis events. It's all gay men. It's a dream gig. Like oh, you go to Greece like and Turkey and Italy. And and so, you know, they'll, it's usually gay men and, you know, drag queens and me. And I couldn't feel more masculine in my entire life. <laughs> I feel like a fucking linebacker. Most days I feel like a linebacker anyway. Yeah. I can sort of pull it off. But when I'm around these drag queens, you're just like... I got, I got, I got nothing. Like you, you are so much more of a woman than I will ever be. Anytime I'm around a drag queen, I catch myself just staring like it's a princess at Disneyland. I'm like, you're so beautiful. Yeah. I I want to be you. Yeah. How do you get your hair that high? I I may have the lady parts, but I certainly don't have the lady confidence. (laughs) They have it all. They have it. No, I I have to sit in in complete awe and envy. And I grew up with a mama who was a beauty queen. So I have the, all the respect in the world for anybody that can jack it to Jesus and paint it up. I, I don't what jacket to Jesus. Get your hair big and paint it up. I would have said beat. I've then, never heard of that one before. Jacket to Jesus. Jacket to Jesus. Jacket to Jesus. That Did registered in my brain so different than oh, doing no, your not hair. That. No, we say in the South we say jacket to Jesus. The bigger the hair, the closer to the Lord. Uh-huh. So we, when you get your hair big and ready to go out the door, and a drag queen always will get it jacked to Jesus. Like you ready to go meet him, honey? Jacket, jacket no. to Jesus and paint it up. Well, we used to say beat. I like that. So, which is a great beat it up. Beat. No, you get your face beat like. Retta, we all know the fabulous Retta. Of course. Um, Retta did one time on, on Instagram, she put a picture of herself before and after she was going in the hair and makeup. So she showed, you know, we all look like a mugshot. Well, I'm going to speak for myself. I definitely look like a mugshot before I go into hair and makeup. And then right next to it, she did her face beat from getting done on set. And I said, gorgeous girl. I said, well, I go, no, I didn't say gorgeous. I said, yes. I said, yes, my girl. How about that beat? I said, your face is so beat. Well, in black culture and in drag queen slang, you say beat when someone's face is stunning. Right. Honey, if I didn't get 200 comments about how people were going to come kill me and I hate black people and you're a horrible person. And Retta, and I, I didn't oh know about God. it. I, and Retta texted me and goes, boo-boo, I handled it. Don't worry. I said, handle what? She said, you haven't been back on IG? I said, no, girl, what happened? I went back on there. And people were like literally death threatening me. And she was like, first of all, Trish is one of my very good friends. Secondly, for those of you that don't know, to beat your face means that I look amazing and my makeup is on point. She was giving me a compliment. So before you tried to kill her in her sleep, what she was saying was I was beautiful. And I didn't realize how many people weren't educated on that, especially when you follow in Retta. I mean, you need to know. Treat yourself. So it was very interesting. I have literally understood five things you've said today. (laughs) (laughs) Jacket to Jesus and beat it up. I'm I'm never, you know, I'm never going to use it, but now I know what it means. It's nice to have in the arsenal, just in case. No, your face is beat. If you say to someone whose makeup looks great, your face is beat. I can't pull, you can pull it off. Like, Murray and I can't pull it off. Okay, well, I'm just like, Like, I'd be like, your face is beat, and then I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, then I'm (laughs) going to get beat. And then I'm going to, yeah. If you, lost in translation, if it's not how you talk, yes. Hence, probably why those people wanted to kill my white ass on Instagram, thinking yeah. I was saying yeah. something. Because in Jersey, this place is beat means this place blows. Yeah, everything. Yes, yeah. that does mean that. Though. If you're like, oh, this place is beat. But if someone's face is beat, honey, beautiful. I wonder how that started. I don't it know just if Because a drag queen can beat a face. I mean, once it's beat down, when you have the beat down, you just look so dialed in. There's Cut to you. me after a couple scotches this weekend after the show. Going, no, down. Trish said it was <laughs> Trish, I need I need you to call me back. I need you to call me back. I need I need the urban to real life dictionary that you just pulled yeah. out of your ass. Well, you two are awesome. I want to thank you so much for coming by today. Thanks for um, having us. Yes, thanks. It's it was a, super fun. a lovely, super lovely easy. time hanging out with both of you. Anytime I can. Thanks. Let's do it. Let's, All right. You let me know when. All right, great. Uh, Aaron Foley, Trisha, come see these uh, comedians when they come to your town. They're very funny. You want to know about life? 
life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and bees, fights, kettle flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow, more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon.